Welcome into the TGI Friday edition of the Fun Astrology Podcast with Thomas Miller. Thank you for joining us. We're going to, I'm going to try to tackle the positive side of things here. I, I know we have. We've left some positive solutions like productivity. Getting things done is the solution to this Mars-Sun conjunction that we're going to be living with for a while. But we have several things to work through that are going to be happening today and tomorrow. And then Sunday, we get a day off. So when you join us for Level Up Sunday night on YouTube and the Facebook group, Subconscious Mind Mastery and Fun Astrology Podcast listeners, will be clear. We won't have any energy over our heads. We will have experienced it all until the new moon on Monday. We'll be basking in that new moon energy. First, the oracle planet. That's the one that comes up over the horizon in the morning just before the sun shifts now to the moon for tomorrow and Sunday only. It's the south node today, and it will be the south node on Monday. But for the weekend, on Saturday, the moon will still be in Libra, and it's the oracle planet. And then on Sunday, it will have moved into Scorpio. So it's a Scorpio oracle moon on Sunday. What does that mean for us? Well, I think it adds to that tension complex. Like Saturday will be a little more balanced because it is in Libra. And then it changes. So there's a little, what, three and a half hour void, of course, on Saturday? Yes. And at 1.40 p.m. Eastern, the moon enters Scorpio. And that will just add a little bit of that tension. When the sun comes up on Sunday, that Scorpio moon will precede it in the sky. Actually, I've been telling you what it's like to live with a natal Mars-Sun conjunction. Ask somebody that has a Scorpio moon what it's like to live with that. I think there are some groups on Facebook about it even. It's like it's a thing. And I'll tell you, there is no comparison between a transit versus what's baked into a natal chart. There just isn't. We're not trying to say that one is equal to the other. But we are going to be experiencing whiffs of these things, and that's why I wanted to bring them out. So yeah, you could do some research on Scorpio moons. It's a fraternity or sorority. It's a club. Now, let's walk through, I guess, one, two, three, four things happening between now and Sunday. First of all, the one that has already taken place, yay, Mercury has entered Sagittarius. We were touching on this as far as Mercury rules Gemini, which is the opposite sign of Sagittarius. So ancient interpretations would attribute Mercury to being in detriment, or at least in the opposite characteristics of its ruling sign, by being placed in Sagittarius. Well, here again, I can speak to this because I have Mercury in Sagittarius. In fact, it's right at the gate. It's at three minutes, so it's right on the line. Then at five degrees Sagittarius is Jupiter, which rules Sagittarius. At 21 years old, I was walked into the general manager's office of a small television station in the town where I was attending college and given at the firm recommendation from my broadcasting professor, who was with me for the meeting, I was given the 6 o'clock in the evening anchor job for that little ABC television station. And within maybe two months, I was promoted to also include the 10 o'clock. While I was a senior in college, I was anchoring the news on television. Jupiter with Mercury in Sagittarius. That's not a bad combination. Everything I've ever done related to broadcasting has turned out well. That's the Jupiter effect. But it's also honoring Mercury being there. So while I've been on this soapbox about Sun-Mars conjunction, I'm going to say throw detriment out the window and you go for it on anything related to similar kinds of things. 
Now, again, and let me emphasize, Jupiter is not in there, and this is not a natal chart. This is a transit chart. But I'm just saying, don't be afraid of Mercury and Sagittarius. It's not detriment. Jupiter still rules the sign. So I'm saying anything communication-related, you might just mash the gas on it over these next about, what, three weeks, because Mercury will give you a little bit of extra energy there. Same kind of similar thing as in my natal chart. All right, Mercury is already in there. That happened at 1.25 this morning while you were asleep. Now, 10.07 this morning, Eastern Time, as always around here, Mercury squares Saturn. Hello, Saturn's right at the door. Remember we had Pluto at zero Aquarius? Well, now we've got Saturn at zero Pisces. That's why the voids, of course, are going to be shorter here until Saturn pulls away. I haven't looked to see with Saturn there, when does Saturn move away and when does Pluto move back into zero Aquarius? That'll be interesting. We'll have to look at that on a later checklist. But that is going to tap the brakes a little bit, at least as far as we are going to have to check with Saturn at the door before we move on in to Sagittarius with our communication and intellectual pursuits. If you have a trip planned, this could be interesting. Might just plan for a few delays. If you're expecting it, it won't be that big of a deal. And then check inside. Is there any unfinished business I should attend to, particularly related to anything Sagittarian, which could also include our spiritual path? Good time to take care of it. All right, then tomorrow afternoon, as we were talking about, 1.40 p.m., the moon enters Scorpio, and that's after a three-and-a-half-hour void, of course. I have something so exciting that you guys are going to see on Monday morning because Kristen Lawhead and I are going to record a video about something that I ran into narrating the Book of the Moon about Void of Course Moons. And I mean it is going to light you absolutely up. But we're going to release it Monday because that's the most favorable time according to the very thing that we're going to show you. It's a timing tool that Steve Forrest points out in the Book of the Moon, and it is so easy and so simple, but we're going to do it because it's not favorable to release it between now and Monday, according to what it is. So you'll have that on all the video channels Monday morning. In fact, we're going to release it right on the new moon. It'll be out at 427 Eastern. (laughs) Boom. Book it, Dano. I can't wait to show you guys this, and then we'll be talking about it in the podcasts, and it's going to become a regular feature of our daily episodes. Then real quick, our last aspect tomorrow afternoon, 4.11 p.m., Mars will be opposite Uranus. I've been going through some material from Noel Till, wonderful guy who is gone now, but he left us some great stuff. And his definition of Uranus is bzzz, (laughs) bzzz to whatever it touches. So we'll just say we've talked about this enough that could happen around Mars and that whole construct that we've been talking about with its aspect of that conjunction to the sun. So just watch for Saturday and beyond a little bit. All right. You guys have a great one. We are going to be following the moon next week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Have a great weekend. I'll be back with Merriman tomorrow. Level up. Come join us Sunday night. Send some great energy out to the world and to each other. And I'll see you back again here regularly on Monday morning. I love you. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.